Welcome to the Every Nation Taipei Podcast. We're here to help you know God, discover your purpose, grow in your relationships, and make a difference in Taipei, Taiwan, and beyond. We hope this message encourages you today. We have a special thing going on today for you all. Um, being an expat church, we just have always a lot. There's always a lot of transitions happening, but we have one of the uh, one of our original members. Uh, she was actually friends with um, with Pastor Casey, our founding pastor, from before he started this church. They were actually part of a church in in uh, Taichung called Banner Church when that church started, and so they have a long friendship. But when this church started in 2009, she was one of the original uh, founding members, helping us get started here, and has has been here and uh, just one of the leaders. Served in multiple places. Most recently, she's head up our headed up our finance committee. So I am very thankful for her. <laughs> But sad to see her go. Um, I'm going to bring up Erica. <clears throat> and and Erica has um, not only led the church in. Leading the ministry, but she's been just one of the people that I know personally. I've counted on different times for wisdom. Uh, we haven't always agreed, but she's always been right. So it's always you know. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, you should. The right side. Yeah, there you go. You're on the right side. Um, that's right. But she's one of the people who's provided so much just leadership and wisdom for this church and. Uh, she's rolling off. Her company is sending her to the states. She's resisted them for years and just uh, stood with us. But it's come time for her to go. And uh, but before she left, I said, "You need to come. You've been a part of this church for so long. I want to just share your heart, uh, the things that uh, are on on your heart to share with the congregation before you go." So let's welcome Erica. Come and share. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. Um, thank you, everyone. Um, Okay, it's kind of nervous <laughs> to speak in English. Okay, um, last time I was here sharing about how God miraculously brought us back to Taiwan um, uh, from China after global financial crisis, and this time I'm going to share with you how God led us um, to move to US. Um, but before I do that, <laughs> I'm an old school, so I have a paper print. Um, As one of the finance committee members in this church, um, before I pass the baton to Angela, <laughs> she's going to taking a heavy lead. Um, she didn't know what she's going through. Okay, um, I <laughs> I feel I have the obligation um, to say something about Thai thing. Um, I want to encourage every one of you um, here, if you have any doubts or any hesitation about tithing. Um, Um, whatever ten percent you earn, um, I think as a first step, I would encourage you just try it because the Bible say, "Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that you feel you feel product each year." So, you set aside ten percent of what you produce, right? And then, next one, each of you should give what you have. Decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly, or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Yes, give cheerfully. Um, be a joyful giver. Remember, God 
does not need any money from you or me. Okay, he wants our heart to follow, to obey what he asks us to do, and um, to do it cheerfully. I think cheerfully is very important. Um, next one is for where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. These are really good reminder um, from the Bible. Um, so I would like to encourage you, hear the world and put it in action. You know, hear the world, but you didn't put it in the action, it's nothing, right? So put it in action. Remember, you will never be able to outgive God. You know, whatever He is going to give it to you, you should be a big good steward of what He gives to you. So give, and it will. I love this verse, uh, Luke six thirty-eight. Give, and it will be given to you as a good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running off over, will be poured into your lap. If you also want that to be blessed by like that, you certainly don't want to miss um, ten percent of tithing. Okay. <laughs> So remember that if you want that blessing, whatever blessing pour into your lap, start tithing if you haven't to yet. Okay, now I want to share my story. Um, I don't have much time today because I think we have a lot to share today. So um, I will give you a short version. Um, if, you, if you want to hear a longer version, you need to contact me separately. Um, the, I'll share what the most recent um, uh, journey. Actually, this is an ongoing journey that uh, God takes us through, and it's not ended yet. Like what Pastor Bruce mentioned, um, my company is sending me to US, um, but maybe most of people you don't know. I work in Citibank, okay? You have heard the news last weekend, right? Um, we have uh, Citibank Taiwan has handover um, 3,000 employees to DBS, a Singaporean bank, last week. And um, my role in Citi is within consumer business um, and oversee credit risk in 17 countries uh, in the region, including Asia and Europe. Many of you may recall, like two years ago, in April 2021, uh, Citi announced. Um, um, uh, a news about divestiture to 13 consumer business uh, globally. And unfortunately, these 13 countries are all under my um, oversight responsibility. So I remember when the news came out that night, um, the first message I got was from uh, Kevin and Jaling. They asked me, um, will you get impacted? So I test back. I say, yeah, for sure I will get impacted. It's just the matter of time. So I remember a lot of people, like some of you, like asked me, oh, um, then um, what are you going to do and all that? Are you worried and um, what, what is your next step? Where are you going? Um, but I remember I respond, if you remember what I respond to you, that I'm actually not worried because um, I believe that if this door was closed, God will open another door for me. Okay, so um, I was a bit calm, and um, because I know um, by His grace, He brought me back 12 years ago at that time, um, 
after miracle leave from China, right? So I think nothing is impossible in him. That's how I see that. And Hebrew um, 11, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So um, this is something that you don't know, right? It's out there. And, but my job actually did not get any easy and, uh, because of this announcement. Actually, I become more busy um, after this announcement. But uh, times go by, um, months over months. Um, I see some colleagues um, started to move out. And people I used to work with in other countries um, disappear from the city email. Um, but my heart was um, so still. Um, I don't know why. I don't not, I'm not worried at all. Um, but I think the only thing I know is deeply in my heart, I know that God is with me. So no matter what situation you face, Actually, I imagined at that time, one day I will share here what God going to brought to me. Now I am. So, okay. So, um, last year, um, which was one year after the announcement, God actually did open a door for me to move out, move to US. And, um, because today is a short version, right? I mentioned, so I'm not going to go through all the detail. But when I know God is moving us to US, um, the the I wrote I wrote down a list of prayer. Okay, the first one was the school for Joshua, and because I know that's very important, right? In addition to church community, I know God certainly will bring me to a good. Uh, church community, but a school for Joshua is something that you know when he's going to the teenager, I hope that he will be um, covered by God. It's grace. So anyway, so I um, because I decided to move to Irving, Texas. So I talked to Lauren, who happened to be the person from Texas. So I asked her about the education system in U.S and what is her recommendation. So he, she actually told me that uh, she would suggest me to find a private school for Joshua. Um, so um, I, I think around November, I counted Mark. Who happened to be in that area <laughs> um, living during that time, right? So I counted him, I give him a list of school. Um, some of it from Lauren, some of it from my friend in Texas. And I asked him, hey, can you go and visit those schools and then take a look and see that if those schools are okay and then you know, find me some information. And he did. But unfortunately, um, till early February, um, there was not really good looking good because I did, we didn't really get the positive um, um, uh, confirmation on what school we can apply for. So anyway, um, I think because the situation didn't really like looks okay, and I'm now a bit worried. Although I'm still, but I'm worried. So one day I remember before I step out um, to my house, uh, when I step out of my house, and then I wait waiting for elevator to come, and you know, full of those anxiety and worry coming out. And all of a sudden, God spoke to me. He said, why are you are so worried? 
you cannot do anything and you have no control over it. Start to stop to worry about this. Leave it to me. You don't trust that I'm in control. So at that surprisingly at that moment, I don't know why I full I my heart full of joy. And I feel like, you know, God is really with me. So I really no need to worry. And I feel really relieved at that moment. In the same week, on Thursday, I got a message from Mark. He, he texted me a, a, a school link. So he actually found a school um, for Joshua. And it's a Christian school. Praise God. So um, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. So this is from Joshua, <laughs> chapter 1, verses 9. God actually speaks to us through various ways, right? To read the Bible or um, and prayer. And this was the verse that um, God assured me that he will be with me wherever I go. Um, around late March, uh, Mar Meritus gave me a gift with this verse. Um, the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So I didn't think of anything, right? Hmm, she, know. she knew I'm going to US. But so she came to me with a really shocked face. I don't know if you are going out of Taiwan. I say, are you kidding me? <laughs> you give me a gift three weeks ago, remember? I didn't know. I said, you didn't know? But you sent that message from God to assure me that he will go with me wherever I go. So I'm really thankful that God actually used, you know, single one of us that we can actually help the others because of that assurance. She actually didn't know, you know, I'm quite surprised that, you know, she told me that she was thinking that what verse that God wants to give it to me. And then this is the verse coming out from her mind. That's why she put that. So I think this is really something I cannot explain anyway. So God is really amazing, right? I really feel really thankful that I have been here for almost 14 years in this church. And um, that God has provided me this lovely church family, you know, in my life. And then work with me along these 14 years. And so Romans um, chapter 8, verses 28. And we know that in all things, God was for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. So as a human being, right? we are all human, working with God is really require patience. You know, it's a journey that if you don't have patience, you might, you might go through the longer way, right? So anyway, so step by step, um, slowly but firmly, like what I said earlier, this is still an ongoing journey. I don't know which day we are going to depart from uh, Taiwan. <laughs> so stop asking me. <laughs> Only God knows, okay? <laughs> but along those, uh, this one year, uh, everything I know that we will move there, um, I see how God um, put his hand, planning uh, each step. 
you know, along the way, including school, including our working visa, all the process, and also including all the encouragement that God give it to me through you. So um, people ask me that why I can be, look so calm because I'm really calm, you know. <laughs> One thing I think is really helped me a lot. Um, this is something I will encourage you. I read Bible and I pray in the morning. I don't do this in the evening because I feel like I'm more fresh in the morning and I can clearly, you know, understand or see what he's uh, going, to, going to do through me. So I always do it in the morning and, um, and I drive to office. You know, as a Christian, I think we have the privilege. We can pray anytime you want, right? So before I go into office on the way, I'll pray that God will give me wisdom to deal what I'm doing today and also give me the wisdom to make the right decision. And, um, and also that, so that I can do my job efficiently. And um, I think because of this, um, it really helped me um, to face, uh, to, be, to be able to calm down. When I face any challenge or any changes or any uncertainty. So I hope um, you do find my ongoing <laughs> journey. Um, God used this to encourage you. But I really want to tell you that God is working with you on your own journey too. Um, no matter up or down, no matter what kind of situation you are today, He is always with you. Be patient, be still. Read his word and do what he says. Put in the action. I believe you will be the one of those standing here and share testimony to bless others. Thank you. Here we go. Uh, last few minutes. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring the word. You guys ready for some Bible? We we do. <laughs> I already been a lot of Bible. I, I loved what. Um, what Erica shared, just the, those scriptures of how God is always faithful and we can trust him. And today's going to follow on a little bit uh, on that from Proverbs chapter 3. Uh, I'm just going to read from my Bible today, try something a little different. Normally I read from my electronic one, but I grew up with these, with the paper Bible. So today we're going to preach from the paper Bible. So Proverbs chapter 3, it's also up there. So if you want, you can see that and follow along. Um, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, a very, very well-known passage of Scripture. Um, this is written by the wisest man who ever lived. And he's giving some wisdom for the journey of life. We're in this series called Living Forward, where we say we learn from the past all of our life experiences and the experiences of others, and then we want to apply those messages, we want to apply those lessons living forward. And so Solomon, who's often called the wisest man who ever lived, his, his book of Proverbs has been a source of wisdom to multiple generations in so many different cultures. And, and this is what he writes about living forward, about wisdom to be gained from life uh, for the life ahead, for the journey ahead. He says, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. 
if you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. And the way that, that Solomon writes this, he actually writes like two, two verses at a time that are coupled together. They're two parts of the same thought. And so in this first ver- these first two verses, he's talking to his son and his daughters and, and he's saying, never forget the things I command you, store my commands in your heart. So it's interesting here, there's, there's the, the, the memory part to remember the things that you've been taught. But also he talks about storing it in our hearts. In other words, the things that you're taught, the information that comes from the scripture, from moments like this as we teach, you're to take that and, and then say, how does that affect the way I live, what I value, what I, what I, I, I uh, treasure in my heart? The things this heart is giving you, your heart are, is, is a summation of your desires and values, and it's what guides the ways that you live. It's what guides the pers- your perspective on the world around you. Because two people can see the very same thing, but when their hearts are set differently, they have a totally different value. So if I value helping people who are down and out, then when I see someone homeless or broken, when I, I, I see them, what happens? The, my heart response is, how can I help? When I, when, when I'm, if, if, but if my value is, man, everybody got to make their own way. And if, they, if, if you're broken, it's your own fault. Then when I see someone who's down and out, my heart response is, that guy should have gotten a job. He should have done something differently. And so you see how our, the set of our hearts can cause a totally different response. And so what he's saying is make sure that these things that you're being taught don't just stick in your mind, but they get into your heart and the way that you live and how you see the world. He says, if you do this, in other words, it's not just know this. If you do this, if you allow this to affect the way that you live forward, then you'll live many years and your life will be satisfying. So it's not just the number of years you live, but it's how much life you experience in the years that you live. And the Bible says, Solomon's wise man is saying, if you will allow the things that I taught you, the wisdom I've given you, to actually get into the way that you see the world and the ways that you act, then not only will you live a long life, but your life will be full. You'll live a satisfied life, okay? So the next couplet, verses 3 and 4, he says, Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Loyalty and kindness. Are you, are you a faithful friend? Are you a faithful person? Can you be trusted? How do you respond to people? Do you respond out of loyalty and kindness? Or are you the kind of person who, I'm just looking for the next best great deal. And if you fail me once, then I, you're, I, I counsel you. You're out of my, you live in this cancel culture. You say things the wrong way that I don't like, I'm, I'm canceling you. If you can't help me, then I'm not helping you. That's not loyalty. Neither is that kindness. But he says loyalty and kindness need to be just so ingrained in your life. I love how he says this. He says, tie them around your neck like a reminder. In other words, there needs to be an outward show of kindness and loyalty in your life. Like a necklace. You don't wear a necklace to hide it. You wear this necklace to show it. So, So live a life that demonstrates on the outside kindness and loyalty, but also write them deep in your heart. So inside and out, 
loyalty and kindness. So it's, it's the, as, as Christians, we shouldn't be those who show one face. We act really kind, but in our heart, we're just complaining. I, I don't, wish I didn't have to be so nice to this person, right? I don't know if you ever, any of you like me sometimes? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like that. I'm trying to be kind, but the inside of me is complaining. Well, when the inside of you is complaining and the outside of you is acting kind, choose the outside. <laughs> you know, and tell the inside, line up, buddy. You know, get your act together. Quit complaining, right? Want a little cheese with that wine? Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, sorry. That's just um, that's what my my family would always say when you start whining. Oh, cheese with that, and it's like, okay, quit grumbling. All right. So align ourselves. Live on the inside and the outside as a kind and loyal person. Then you're going to find favor with both God and people, and you'll earn a good reputation. Okay, verse 5 and 6, the last one, is where we're bringing it home. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do. He will show you which path to take. I love this. Trust in the Lord. That's faith. Do you trust God? And let me tell you something. Trust is only required when what you're hoping for or expecting is not evident. So when do you need to trust the Lord? When you don't know what's going to happen next. When you're like Erica and wondering, actually, I don't know when I'm leaving. You know, I, don't, I know I'm leaving, but I don't know when. I don't know how God's going to work this out. I don't know how my, what's going to happen with my job. Those are the times we need trust. And there's two kinds of trust that you need. You need the trust that God is going to bring a breakthrough. So there's times when we're praying for people who are sick, incurable diseases, and we're saying, God, we need a miracle. So there's a trust. We trust God for miracles. We're asking God for miracles in our lives. God, there's no way that I can get out of the debt I'm in. There's no way that I can be healed of the sickness that I have. There's no way that I can restore the brokenness in this relationship. This person hates my guts now. There's no way that I can break free from this addiction that I have in my life. Then we're believing God for miracles. So there's this miracle trust. But there's also the trust of patience. The trust of while I'm in it when I don't know what's going to happen, that I still trust God. And if God never changes it, if God never changes that one aspect of my life, with everything else that I've seen Him do in my life, I'm going to keep trusting Him. The Bible talks about those who had faith and even died in faith without yet seeing their promise come to pass. We trust that God is always going to be good. And so we have this trust for miracles and we have a trust of patience. And I love that last verse that, that Erica shared. We know that all things work together for good. God will work things for, together for good. And these are the ones that we just say, my trust for a miracle didn't happen. And my trust of patience, and I was trusting God, it's gonna, it just didn't, God didn't come through. Then I go to this third level and just say, you know what, even when I don't understand, I'm going to trust that God is good. And that he's going to bring it, he's going to work something good out of what seems like a disaster. That's what we're doing in Maui. We're saying, God, work something good out of this disaster. Because you and I, we live in a sin-broken world. And so, so guess what? Bad things are going to happen even to good people. But here's the flip side to that. Good things can happen even to bad people. And as we express the love of God, even to those who don't deserve it, it may turn their hearts to where they open their hearts up to the love of God. And that's really what we want. That's who we want to be. We don't want to be the people who just pay people back for what they deserve. 
We're going to be people who, no matter what you've done, there's a God who loves you. And we are his emissaries to show you his love. Loyalty and kindness, regardless of your actions, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what I might think, because that's who God is. You know, today we're going to just quickly, we have communion elements on your chair. We're just going to close by taking communion. You know, when Jesus came and died on the cross, nobody understood what was happening. Nobody understood God's plan of salvation and redemption. But, but Jesus trusted the Father. And he went to the cross. And he gave his life for you and I. And if, as followers of Jesus, we walk down that same path. Scripture says, seek his will in all you do. And honestly, that, that word there that in the original language where, where that they translated, seek his will, it actually means to get to know him. Embrace him in all you do. And he will show you which path, path to take. In other words, whatever happens in our life, we just say, God, even in the moments I don't understand, help me to know you and know your heart. The reason why, why uh, Solomon wrote that it's because his, his father, can we just jump back to the scriptures? I just got one more scripture I want to share. Why don't you stand with me? This is David talking to his son Solomon. He said, Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. And as Solomon did that, he started to understand that as I embrace God in every situation, as I look for God in my good times and my bad times, it transforms all the rest of my life. And this is the message of communion. That Jesus, through his horrific death on the cross, laying down his life as an act of embracing the will of the Father. Because he said, Father, the only reason I would go to the cross is because you've asked me to and my desire is to know you and follow you that's the message of the cross and when we take when we take communion this moment of communion means just to share heart to commune together as we enter into this moment of communion with God we're saying God do in our hearts work the same kind of work give us the same kind of heart that Jesus had that even when we don't understand we embrace you So today, whatever is deepest on your heart, heaviest on your heart, we're going to bring those to the Lord. Would you bow your heads with me in prayer? Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We sense the heaviness of Lord God, the cross. The pain you suffered. The way it seemed to really make no sense. And yet willingly you followed and through that life was unleashed on earth. Reconciliation, love of, with the Father was unleashed. God, today as we partake of communion, we ask that your love would be shed abroad in our hearts. We would understand the sacrifice that you made. And Lord, today you see the broken places in our hearts, the heavy places where we need your healing. And God, as we partake of this bread, you said, Lord God, 
that this bread was your body broken for us. And you also said, Lord God, that, that the wounds in your body were for our healing. And so God, may you heal us today, the broken places in our spirit, the broken places in our souls, the broken places in our bodies. Through the power of your broken body. Bless the bread now, we pray in Jesus' name. Let's partake together. Scripture goes on to say that in the same way Jesus took the cup. He said this cup is the new covenant. His promise to us. Sealed by his blood. Bible talks about how this blood washes away our sins something that we could never do ourselves and it's sin that brings brokenness into our lives into the world around us and all of us need healing from sin we need forgiveness for our sins and healing from the, the effect of the sins of others and that's God's promise in the blood that our broken hearts he'll give us new hearts it doesn't matter what's happened how damaged your heart may have been whether by your choices or what others have done to you god's promises he will give you a new heart so father we thank you for the shed blood of jesus we ask lord god that you would forgive us our sins and that the power of that blood to cleanse us from the judgment of sin but also from the effects of sin God that that blood would give us new hearts today we so need your blood so we thank you Lord now Lord for your covenant your promise to us sealed by your blood bless the cup let's drink together invite our prayer ministers to come on board uh, be up here if you'd like some prayer today but if you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart you never asked him to forgive you of your sins if you've never experienced the freedom that comes from knowing that your sins and the effects of your sins have been washed away then today can be your day just open your heart up to the Lord we all bow our heads Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus, his blood on the cross, his body broken for us so that we could be made whole. Father, I pray that this morning, anyone here, Lord God, with brokenness in their lives, that you would come now and bring healing in Jesus' name. That, Father, the sins in our hearts, you would wash away, you would cleanse, you would forgive us through your blood on the cross. Father, I pray that you would, Lord, just draw us in to that life of trust in you. I pray a blessing now on each one. May you go with them this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for listening. We pray this message spoke to you and built your faith. For more messages like this, visit our website at everynationtaipei.com. You can also send a prayer request and reach out to us anytime. God bless you. Till next time.